Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back. We are back at it. Back in the podcast game. We um, have set up at home at Anchor. Anchor FM. Uh, they distribute your podcast across a whole wide network of uh, places to get you subscribers and uh, just kind of build things up. We are still over on Twitch. We're not doing a whole lot on Twitch right now. Uh, we will be doing some Twitch stuff from time to time. It's not my primary concern anymore. Or not, I wouldn't say concern. It's not my primary goal anymore. Um, I th- I'm going to go pretty hard in on these podcasts, guys. We're going we're gonna to try to do at least one a week. Um, the more, the merrier, in my opinion. But we definitely will do one a week. But uh just want to say welcome back, guys. Give you a little recap of what's been going on, where I've been, why I haven't been super active on the uh, interwebs. But um, we'll just start it off right away with a few things that changed. I hadn't, I haven't had the time to stream and, and do internet things like I used to be able to do. I took on a little more responsibilities at work. So with that, the time I do have off, I just want to like relax, play a few games, hang out with the family. Um, Don't really want to get on and stream and entertain the whole time. So that's kind of what, what happened with the Twitch channel, why we've died down over there. Kind of get on. I've thrown a couple streams up. I just don't have the, uh, I don't have the energy right now and, and, and the drive for it. I think that it'll come back. Um, no rush, though. I don't want to force it. There also is not a whole lot of exciting stuff going on, right? Game-wise, same old stuff. You know, I have, uh, I've been looking at my game libraries, right? Mostly Steam, but I have... I just have so many games that we've... Bought for the stream, started. Some of them we haven't even started. And um, we always just go back to the to the favorites, right? We, we, we love Call of Duty. We love Battle Royales in general. But um, currently, if we're playing a game, it's probably Warzone. Um, we'll get more into Warzone a little later, but it's getting a little stagnant, man. It's definitely the best Battle Royale out there right now. But that actually says a lot about these, just the uh, the state of battle royals at the moment. And then, um, you know, poker. We we play some some VR games. VR is not the easiest thing to stream for me. Um, I like to like to be able to interact and and have my display. And with VR, I struggle having everything set up right, and it's just kind of a lot of work. So. I haven't even played any VR in a while, man. I, I, I've i got my new office built. We were going to have the streams kicking off in here. It's actually a stream room. It's pretty nice. It's pretty messy right now. I got it pretty cluttered with a bunch of different things. I have some some side hobbies I'm doing in here also. But uh, I, I built this room so we could kind of push our content out a little more get a little busier on on Twitch, but that was kind of before I committed to these extra responsibilities at work. So um, it's all set up and ready to go now, guys. So we could we could stream as late as we wanted. We have our own little area, lock it off. Um, we just haven't been utilizing it. I'm sure we will, but uh, I, I haven't, I haven't had a whole, bunch of time where I'll jump into games and kind of be in them. If I get in a game, it it doesn't last long. There's not not too many guys are online that we played with before. And I just get so bored of games so quickly lately. I did start replaying Red Dead Redemption 2. And um, I can't remember why I actually stopped playing that game. As I'm playing this game, I thought I didn't even play it very much. But I'm pretty, pretty deep into the story right now. I, w- I want to say like 30, 35% into the story. 
And I would have guessed that I never got this far the first time I played through, but it, I, I remember some of these missions, but th that game's pretty good. It's actually a really good game. I would guess that I quit playing it because it's not great to stream that game. I, I get zoned in and then I'm not talking and then I'm not reading chat. Um, so that's probably why I didn't play it before, but now I'm back into it. I, I've been killing a couple hours when I have time and man, I'm super enjoying it right now. I haven't beat the story ever. I never watched any um, YouTube or any of that stuff on the story. So it's all fun and new for me. I'm kind of excited to see where the story's going. I, every time I think I know what's going on with the game, because I played the first one, kind of kind of throws a good little twist in there. The game is also way better. I 100% I, I completed Red Dead Redemption, the original. On Xbox, I guess 360 is what it would have been. Just destroyed that game, top to bottom. And I believe when that game first came out, there was no online. It was just single player, and possibly later they added online for Red Dead Redemption 1. I can't actually remember now. It's been so long. But um, I think they did add online for that later on. But I 100% I, I completed the game. I did all the secret um, achievements, like you tie a girl up and throw on a train track, let the train run her over. So I, I really enjoyed that game back in the day, and I, I really want to beat this one. But um, I've also just downloaded today. So today I'm recording this um, on the 20th. I should record it and hopefully release it today or tomorrow. Tonight or tomorrow. We'll see if I need to do a two-parter to fill up enough time. But um, it'll be released this week for sure. Uh, and as we're speaking right now, I'm downloading New World Closed Beta. It's looks like Skyrim, but refreshed. I believe Amazon. It's an Amazon game. Amazon backed this game. I'm not really sure. I've seen uh, Shade of Pineapple playing it. i kind of seen a couple things on it. He was actually giving away a beta key on his stream. I was like, hey, give me a key. He did a giveaway. There was obviously only like, you know, four or five people in there. But somehow... Luck of the draw. He did it. He showed the screen. I actually pulled it I, through um, Moobot or whatever the whatever the Discord giveaway is, or not the Discord, the uh, Twitch giveaway is. So I'm currently downloading that. It's about 64%. I might check it out a little bit tonight. With games like that, it has to get me right in the beginning, and I'll either get super addicted to it, or if it doesn't grab my interest, it's too complicated, it kind of is too slow. It's dead, dead forever, right? So um, hopefully that's a good one. I've been playing a little bit, tiny, tiny bit of uh, Sea of Thieves. And honestly, every time I play this game, I want to like it. I really do. But it's not... Okay, I was going to say it's not a great game, but that would be like... That, that would be saying exactly what I'm thinking. What I, It's a good game. I think it could be considered a pretty good game, but it's not my game. Um, it doesn't ever give you enough direction. The open world on this is like true open world, I guess, but it's just like, man, what mission do I do next? Hey, where do I got to go for this? Uh, do I want to solve another riddle? Not really. Like once you've done a couple riddles, whatever, let's get something new. So I've been putting a little bit of time in Sea of Thieves. But I see that one even being uninstalled once again. Um, I've downloaded, so I've owned Rust since Rust came out. I, I bought Rust when Rust first came out, when it was just not a good game, not good graphics. Essentially, you know, it was a knockoff of H1Z1 or um, Arma. I'm not really sure. But one of those games, right? But I've re-downloaded this game a bunch of times. I never jump into it again because I don't hang out with a group of people that play this game, I guess. I know that people that I have used to play with play it. I never really jump on the same times as them anymore. So um, I haven't given it a really good um, second chance. I need to because I've seen people play Rust, and it looks like something I would enjoy, but... I really just, I don't know how to play it, and I guess I haven't just jumped in to grind it out. I 
I'm kind of bad with with that. Like, it'll take me a while to want to try a different game, to learn, learn the crafting system, whatever. But when I do, if I put the time into it, if I say, hey, I'm going to put three, four hours into this and see if I just get into it, I usually do get into it and then, like, dive real deep into it. For some reason, I've not done that with uh, Rust. I've done it with H1Z1. I did it with a bunch of different survival games. I mean, Conan. Conan was another game that I was like, I don't want to learn this. And then I jumped into it, and I ended up super liking it. I was able to jump on there, build up by myself, and then finally start meeting people and playing with them. So um, I'm looking forward to trying out Rust, which is crazy, saying I'm gonna, I want to try out Rust in 2021. I know it's blowing up to another other people, but I, I've had it forever. I should have already had it. No Man's Sky also. I, I've, I bought that at release, was disappointed with it. Um, I got it again during the Steam sale, and I just haven't given it another shot. I need to. Obviously, my truck simulator, um, Euro and American, I, I play that from time to time. I really enjoy those games. Um, they're actually fun to stream if we get like a drinking stream going, throw some music on. But uh, I haven't been doing too much of that. I, I guess I really should. But CSGO, obviously, it's the most deleted game on my computer. I used to love CSGO. I mean, I really, really love CSGO. Um, I loved opening cases on CSGO. I loved just a lot of things about it. I loved collecting everything. But um, jumping on it now, just playing the game, I know it's the fact that I haven't put a lot of hours into it anymore, but like the old school mechanics, I, I it's like I can't revert back to that kind of gameplay. I, it's hard to play the strategy I need to play to play CSGO. So I, like, I get bored with it real fast, and I'm like, ugh. And then also, when you jump in on a random queue, CSGO is one of the worst games out there. So very rarely do you find a team that's either worth a crap or that's not toxic. Um, Grand Theft Auto V is another one that I download and delete all the time. I mostly delete this game, not because I don't like it. or whatever. I, I, I slow down on playing it. I usually beat whatever the new expansion is or play the new expansion. But it just takes up so much hard drive. I know they just released a tuner. A streetcar, some kind of download that's um, going to bring car meets to Night City, or is it Night City? Night City's uh, Cyberpunk, huh? To whatever Grand Theft Auto is. But um, I might try that again. That's the other game, too, Cyberpunk, right? We got that game. We played it. We beat it. Um, the multiple ending thing. The saving you before the last boss thing. Yeah, it, it, Cyberpunk was a huge letdown. Um, those are the games that we've been talking about playing, and those are the ones that we've been uh, kind of touching our, touching up on. I have so many games, though, guys. I literally have, on Steam, I have 169 games. And I got to say, out of these 169 games, like... There's so many of them that have such low playtime, like less than two hours. Um, I downloaded it because our friends said we were going to play it or whatever the case might be. Just never get into these games. And then I've, I've bought old games that I used to play that I thought, hey, I'd play them again. And sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's not, right? Um, Bioshock is a good example. Loved Bioshock at release. I think Steam released... Um, I, th I don't know if Steam was the first one to release it or if it, how it went, but they released, obviously, Bioshock Remastered. And I was like, man, I enjoyed that game. Plus, it'll be on nice graphics. But that's a, that's a game that, personally, I don't like playing a second time. Bioshock Infinite. Um, first time I ever played it was definitely on Steam, I think. Maybe I got on the Xbox. I've bought a lot of games on Xbox and Steam, which is kind of nutty to think about how much money I've spent on double games. But I, I didn't pull, I didn't beat that game for sure. That's the only Bioshock that I haven't beaten. And I probably should run back and beat that. But um, I just didn't give it a whole lot of time. I guess it was during when I was streaming CSGO. I, I guess it would be in that time frame. The Borderlands, right? Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Game of Year Edition. 
buy those, play them a little bit, don't play anymore. All the Call of Duties, Black Ops, Call of Duty Zombies. I have that on here. World of War. Um, Shivery, right? I got that game because I don't even remember why. Friends were playing it, said it was cool. I got it, played it for a tiny bit, and I absolutely it was not my kind of game. Choice Chamber. That was a streaming game. It was for uh, when we had a lot of active viewers. That was actually pretty fun. The, the viewers kind of got to... Um, dictate that game so that actually was pretty cool i I put a little bit of time on that one for sure uh city skylines i played that game it says 10 minutes 10 minutes total (laughs) so i probably i probably had a flashback to my old sim city days where i used to enjoy that game and i guess i've evolved past that because i used to really like those kind of games and i they're just not for me anymore i don't know conan exiles like i said i really enjoyed that game um, I think I quit playing it because of lack of friends ever playing it. Dead by Daylight, Daisy. These are all games. Well, I mean, Daisy, I actually put a lot of time into it. Me and Sam used to play the game all the time. Um, that was the game that you would walk, and you could be walking for hours and never get anywhere. It was insane. Deadside, I downloaded not too long ago. I definitely downloaded it, um, I guess we'd say within the last year. Played it a little bit. Had that H1Z1 feel, a little bit of Tarkov, H1Z1. I got 40 hours in that game, so I did put a little bit of time into it. But um, it also got stagnant. And I remember if you didn't log on, I think it was like seven days or something. Something not crazy, right? But if you didn't log on in that time, your base would get destroyed by the server. So I think I had an eight-day lapse on it. I was on vacation. I came back, and I had this really massive base, pretty badass, and it was just gone. I was like, well, that's that. Skyrims, obviously, we played the the living heck out of Skyrims, Skyrim mods. Uh, Fall Guys, that was a game I downloaded. It was okay. It was a little party game. I downloaded when everyone else was playing it. Fallout New Vegas, love that game. Played the hell of that game. Fallout Four was okay. Um, I kind of started going away from the Fallout games, to tell you the truth. Far Cry, I have Far Cries. I've, I've loved all the Far Cries. I got a couple of Far Cries on Steam. I have all of them on Xbox, I believe. Uh, the Forest was another other one that was kind of cool. They've updated that game. I think that game's probably one hundred percent new to me now. If I was to play it now from when release i know they added a whole lot that was actually um it was a pretty fun game firewatch was a game i, I downloaded because i saw someone streaming it kind of playing it and i was like oh i could uh i could definitely enjoy that game i don't think i actually hit it off the way i, I guess i would have thought i would fractured space i downloaded that because pk was playing it gary's mod we used to play gary's mod quite a bit Gary's Mod was pretty fun. Obviously, um, there's a time and place for Gary's Mod. I think it's it'd be interesting to see if people still play Gary's Mod. Actually, I, I'm sure people do that. Friends with Golf, it's another game where you just play with a bunch of people. Um, Half Life Two, Half Life Lost Coast, Half Life Alex VR game came with my uh, index. Um, I did like it. I did. I really did like it. But I thought it could have been a lot more for Valve's. You know, this was Valve's VR game. Um, should have been a little better. I bought the Halo Master Chief Collection. Um, I played three minutes on it, man. I don't. I guess I don't have a great explanation on that either. Hurt World, another kind of survival game, a little more cartoony, kind of like Minecraft and H1Z1 mix. Insurgency was one of the first um, games on here that I played that was like, damn, that's like super realistic bullet damage. High volume teams. You had to actually use some teamwork. It was kind of fun. It's pretty fun. I died out in it. And then I did get Insurgency Sandstorm. I played that a little bit more. That was also pretty fun. And I I left it. The Just Survive game. Just Survive would be H1Z1, the original. Um, It's obviously no longer there, but I have it in my library. The Kerbal Space Program. Another game that I downloaded when I was streaming. I think I goofed around with it a little bit. 
I think you needed to be a lot smarter than I wanted to be to play that game. Um, I like to play. I, I like strategy games. I like. I like games you need to think, but like you needed to actually like really put some work into Kerbal Space Program. Uh, Left for Dead, Left for Dead Two. Those were buys again that were super cheap on Steam. And I was like, oh, I love those games, and I bought them, played them a little bit, not too much. Limbo, one of my favorite games on Xbox when it came out. I bought it just to play it out on stream and um, do it. Fun game, man. That Limbo was actually a really good game. I don't think enough people gave uh, Limbo enough credit. Mad Max. <laughs> the game that I thought, and a lot of people thought, was going to be just amazing. And it was not great. <laughs> it was as much as you wanted it to be great. It was not great. Uh, Avengers. Also, this game just came out, I want to say, within the last year. Bought it. Played through the story. I enjoyed it, but got bored of it. I didn't even beat the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't, it just wasn't entertaining enough to continue on. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator 10, the Steam Edition. I have the uh, Microsoft Edition also. I love Flight Sims. They're fun. They're just not very streamable, I guess. Mortal Kombat 10, total garbage. Mount Your Friends was a fun and hilarious game. Um, New World is downloaded. Cool. No Man's Sky, I need to give that a second shot, I believe. Um, no More Room in Hell. I don't even remember buying this game. But I have it. Pablo, that's a VR game. Payday 2 was actually pretty fun, too. I have that. Um... The only thing about Payday was you can only do it so much, and then it was like, you know, same shit, different day kind of thing, right? PUBG. PUBG was amazing when it first came out. Okay, I'm not going to say amazing. It was amazing for the time when it first came out. It was cool, military style. Um, it was a good change out of what we had at the time, which was, I believe, H1. And... Man, I'm trying to think of the other BRs we had during that time. Kind of drawing a blank on that. PokerStars VR, I love playing it. It's just... I, I just don't care. It's fake poker. That community is, like, real... Um, there's great people, there's drama people, and then there's just, like, super annoying, right? Super annoying people. And I, I can only take so much of that. I used to enjoy playing late, late nights with some of my friends. Not really good sit and goes, chilling out, having fun. But uh, after a while, the group just kind of slowly broke apart, and it wasn't as fun anymore. Population 1, a Battle Royale and VR. It's fun. It's not great. Portal 2. I don't even need to say anything else about Portal 2, right? Everybody should own this game. Everybody should have beat this game. If you haven't, I don't know what you're doing. Project Cars and Project Cars 2. I love racing games. I've slightly gone away from racing games over the years. I did buy a whole um, sim setup. Steering wheel, Logitech steering wheel, shifter, pedals, a whole nine yards. I just haven't actually got into it the way that I should. Quake, Quake 2. I got. It must have been the whole Quake pack. I have all these Quakes. Um I want to say I've probably jumped on a few times to play them, but it's another game that you like remember how fun it was back in the day, and then you come back to play it, and it it's fun again for a small time, right? That's like guys who are like, remember playing Goldeneye? You're like, yeah, let's get on Goldeneye. And it's fun for a minute, but then you're like, yeah, this game was super fun, but it had its place and its time. It's not there anymore, right? Uh, Realm Royale, there's another, you know, I had all these Battle Royale games, guys. When they came out, we'd jump on, we'd try them. Um, a lot of them were flops. Total garbage. Reign of Kings, I don't remember this game exactly. I, I remember Sam and those guys are playing it, so I jumped on it. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a survival game. I can't actually remember. Uh, Rings of Asylum... 
So it's another battle royale. This one was kind of like a space. I don't know. It was it was them trying to make a different BR, but it was all the same shit, right? Rocket League, man. I played so much Rocket League. I was never super great. I was good enough to be on someone's team. I could, you know, hold my own, but Rocket League was fun. But I couldn't play it for a whole long. I could play a few matches and I'm like, next. Um Sim City 4 must have just been on sale and I picked it up. Again, these games were fun when they were originally released. But when you go to replay them, I'm not really a person that can enjoy replaying some old games. The only old games that I really do enjoy touching again is like Mario. But like, who doesn't enjoy jumping on and playing some Mario again, right? Stardew Valley, I never gave it the time of day that it needed. It could be a good game. It's probably not my type of game. Um, Syndicate Racing, uh, Steep as a snowboarding game, I believe. Take on Helicopters. Uh, it must have been a cheap helicopter flight game. I don't know. I do. I probably bought this because I used to play way, 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 way back in the day a game called Sim Chopper. Sim Chopper, where like you flew a helicopter around like a Sim City kind of thing, and you like fought fires and stuff like that. I remember me really enjoying this game, or I thought I did. Um, and I downloaded this game. I was like, "What the fuck is this game?" Tom Clancy's The Division. I've played quite a bit of The Division. It was pretty fun. It had its time, obviously. Um, you can only do so much on there. Trials Rising. I like all the Trials games, to tell you the truth. Unturned, another game that is, uh, was fun, but it was a short-term fun. Very cartoony, obviously. Um, I have a bunch of other games I kind of skipped over, just mostly VR games I skipped over. Um, Wolfenstein Old Blood. It's a fun game. World of Fishing. Z1 Battle Royale. I mean, there's just all of these games, and I, I just never utilize them. If I sat through, what I should do is I should go to the very top of the list, right, and just start from one. The top of the list is Don't Starve. Wow. <laughs> but, like, start at the top of the list and then just start playing each game. And I say, hey, for this session, we're putting in three hours. We just go three hours on each game. If the game's good, we obviously throw more than three hours on it, but you have to give it at least three hours. I have so many games that I didn't even list because they're not on the library. I guess they're not downloaded right now. I don't really know. But, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with gaming right now. I jump on. I'll play some Call of Duty. Um, I don't even know what game I'm waiting for these days. I enjoy Battle Royales. I guess Battlefield looks pretty cool. I don't think it's a Battle Royale coming out. The new Halo, it well, I'll obviously give it a shot. Um, but what I want is I just want an actual new map and some decent gameplay in um, in Warzone. We came out, added map. It was pretty fun. Tease map change didn't really change anything. Added bunkers really didn't change anything. Um, then we essentially time travel back to the 80s on the same map. So some of the things have changed, not really essentially the same map. Then they add the tower from Die Hard. Cool, but not real changes. Uh, I'm like, I want what I want is a new map, man. You, you should have two maps a year for sure in a battle round. In a year, you have two maps and in those two maps, you can cycle them through the entire year. Half the year, the first map, then the second map, and then you have a playlist where you can pick the map you want to play. Anyways, guys, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, we got 30-minute sessions on here, so I'm going to cut. There might be a small commercial. I'll catch you guys in a few minutes. All right, guys, sorry for that uh, little mid-cut there. Apparently, uh, with this app that we are using, that's 30-minute sessions you record, so I just got to keep that in mind. 
anyways, that's kind of the run through of um, where we're at with gaming, guys. I, I, most of you guys hang out with us. Most of you guys um, that are going to be coming from Twitch or Discord was all from gaming. So we aren't done with gaming for sure, but we have other stuff going on, and we kind of want to expand it out. I want to stretch this podcast out, and I don't want it to be just about gaming. I want it to be about um, TV, movies, gaming, life, uh, just generally everything. Um, just want to sit up here, chit-chat. I will be posting a link either this week or next week, and it'll um, give you guys the ability to click on and leave me a voicemail. So you guys can ask me a question, leave me a statement, Something and I uh, might use you into the podcast. Uh, I might put you in here. Um, I know that after this week, maybe we'll drop a question this week. I'll ask a question, throw the link out there, and hopefully you guys can answer it and give me your perspective on whatever the question may be. But um, let's go on with else we've been doing. We've, I have a very, very, um, addicting personality no what i have like an addictive trait where when i jump into something i i usually like full commit hard into it right so great example csgo jumped into csgo wanted to get better at csgo i started wanting to collect all the skins and have really good inventory and i just jumped in hard right everybody saw firsthand how that turned out and um i've kind of done the same thing (laughs) again guys but this time with trading cards. Yeah, I've been having a real life hobby of um we seen the Pokemon card craze. And I was like, man, I, when I was younger, I had all of those Pokemon cards. Like um my grandma is Japanese, um from Okinawa. We have plenty of Japanese family back in the day. When Pokemon first came out, like we had all the Pokemon stuff that these guys would send it to us. We'd go down to LA, Little Tokyo. So we had all that stuff. I was kind of telling my daughter about that. And I was like, let's go get a few Pokemon packs and see what we can get. And I bought some of the older throwback packs, like the Evos that are like the essentially the reprint of the base set, kind of. And we pulled out a bunch of cards, a bunch of them worth some money, man. It's kind of blows my mind. Even the newer cards are worth this kind of money. But, um, we did that up a little bit. I was looking, I'm like, man, look at all these shortages on cards. People, you can't even buy them from the stores right now. Um, you're buying them secondhand from markup rates. You know, which would co- what would cost you $20 for a box of cards is costing you like $40. Pretty much double the price almost on most of these cards. So I've seen some sports cards. And I'm like, oh, I enjoy baseball. Um, oh, they have UFC cards. So I started buying up all these cards. Right now, my main addiction is these UFC, these Prism UFC cards. They are worth a lot of money. They're very hard to get. And it's fun collecting your fighters that you like. Um, so I've been watching streams on Twitch that, you know, they have cards and you can buy them and they'll open the pack on stream and show you what you get. And then they send you the cards. Um, essentially, it's very weird at first i was like why is this a thing but for one it's a thing because you can't get cards it's very hard to get cards so what you do is you go to these streams you can buy them from these guys most of these guys won't let you buy a sealed pack and send them to you if you buy a bunch they'll send a couple sealed packs but they want to open them it's their content these guys essentially have a bunch of cards they get free content because you'll buy these packs so they open these packs up for you getting all the excitement of pulling a really good card. They're like, oh, I pulled this card. This is so exciting for me. It's a clip. It's a YouTube shot. And they send you the card, but they got all the free content from that. So it's um, it's a genius plan, to tell you the truth. I have a couple of favorite um, streamers that do it right now. Um, I was thinking about, hey, I should do that, but... I don't like I don't I don't like stealing other people's things. There's already a bunch of them out there. Um, you have to go out and get enough cards to break and buy, which is it's not super hard to buy bulk online and then sell back at these prices because people are used to paying these prices. But I I, I thought about it and I'm I don't want to go that route. But I've been buying a lot of cards. I got um I got a Nate Diaz autograph card, UFC card. 
it's a limited 10 card print. I got number two and he wrote Nate Diaz 209 for Stockton. So ungraded, you can send these cards off to websites. Somebody grades the card on how nice it is. 10 being the best, one being the least. If you get a nine or a 10, um, it gets put into this hard case. It tells you the grading. And if you have a nine or a 10 on anything that's good, it makes the value go up extremely high. So this Nate Diaz card that I just got, it's worth about $2,000 not graded. It's estimated if you get a nine or a 10, hopefully a 10, to be worth about $10,000 on the sports market. And it is insane that these cards go for this much. There are um, trading card shows, right? It's essentially a giant exhibit with a bunch of different booths. And these cards get sold. There's collectors, there's traders, and um, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups. These cards move pretty easily. I've spent a bunch of money on cards. I've essentially made a lot of my money back on just selling a couple of the cards that I've gotten. And I have, I have a lot right now. I, I have too many right now. I need to start moving a few more. But um, that's been my latest real-life hobby. And it's fun. The girls like opening cards. The girls like opening Pokemon cards. I haven't been getting a lot of Pokemon cards. I haven't been getting any lately. But um, they also enjoy opening the sports cards and kind of hoping they find something rare in there. But it's been a fun little hobby that we did. Um, it's it's something I, I I can't explain it, but there's just something about collecting things that are very rare, and then knowing that you have it right. And there's a there's a market and demand for it. So like you know that you like oh I have this I could have it for a while, display it. I can sell it, make a little bit of profit off this. There's just this feeling that I, I love to have. The same thing when I had CSGO skins, right? Having a dragon lore, having a fire serpent, having six pages of knives, unboxing an M9 emerald. It's just this um it's this feeling of knowing you have something that's so in demand and everybody knows that to come to you to get it. So uh, it's, it's addictive. It's fun. And people can be doing a lot worse things than that, you know. So it is what it is. We also have gone to Vegas a couple times since I've talked to you guys last. Our very last trip to Vegas was very nice. Very nice. We got um, – we always get comped rooms. We usually stay at the Caesars properties. Um. I got comp room at Caesars property. I ended up getting a room at Planet Hollywood. M Life also offered me a room and some food and some money. So I went over to Bellagio, got a free suite. They gave us $350 in um, in gaming credit. So $350 to go play on a slot machine. And then $350 in food. So we go over, go to the rewards thing. They put my money on my rewards card. I go to a slot machine, uh, play a couple hits, move to another slot machine. And I'm I'm playing with free money. I'm not spending my own money. I find this old machine, the old school machines. I have the one line, and it's a diamond, double diamond machine. One pull, nothing. Next pull, double diamond, double diamond, double diamond. Three of them. $5,000 off free bet from Bellagio. And that's how our Vegas weekend started. Essentially, we were in Vegas for less than 20 minutes, checking into both rooms, um, using my free play, and then bam, big hit. And then it was literally the start of a waterfall, man. Me, my wife, Robin, were gambling, having fun, drinking, and we just were winning. It was just like win, 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 win. Um, most weekends, I do well, give some back, take some, you know. But that, that weekend, we just were crushing it. Like I couldn't lose at anything we did, so it was um, it was a pretty fun trip. It was also the first time going back to Vegas since New Year's Eve of twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, right? New Year's Eve twenty twenty, right before COVID, we went to New or New Year's Eve in Vegas is where we celebrated it, and um, that was our last Vegas trip before COVID. 
COVID hit, absolutely sucks, obviously. And then when Vegas opened up again after the initial COVID stuff, we went face masks, um, you know, you have to wear a face mask everywhere. And then you can only have four people with you. You can only have two other people, four people total. So if you go out to eat, it was a table of four, no more. Um, it sucked. Going to Vegas during COVID absolutely sucked. So this last trip was the first time going to Vegas since all the restrictions were lifted. We probably went to Vegas four or five times during COVID. Um, towards the end, they were, they were getting a little lighter on the enforcement of the stuff, but still you couldn't have large parties at restaurants. And, you know, for the most part, they're telling you to put a mask on. So this last trip that we went, no masks. You know, if you wanted to wear one, fine. They weren't enforcing masks. Uh, no party sizes for dinner. So you could have the large party at dinner. Shows were open. It was just a good time. It literally was as busy as New Year's Eve the last time I went before COVID. And it was just a regular weekend. And uh, the guy, we were talking to one of the bartenders, and he was like, this how it's been since, since the restrictions have lifted. Like, people were just ready to come out. So um, that was a pretty fun trip. We're probably going to be going again in um, August. Maybe we'll push it to September. Who knows? It's uh, birthday season, as I would say. We have kids coming up with birthdays. For the next six months, it's either a kid's birthday or my birthday. So, fun stuff. But uh, besides that, the only other thing we've been doing, or that I've been doing, is um, TV shows, right? So... The other thing that came out this year was all the Disney Plus stuff, all the Marvel Disney Plus stuff. And I, I, I really like the Marvel Universe. I've enjoyed all of the Marvel movies, right? Ever since um, Iron Man came out and they started, you know, we enjoyed the movies one by one. But once you started realizing they're building a universe here and all of them collect, uh, connected, Really, um, our family's really into the Marvel stuff. So, not to talk about COVID too much, but since COVID hit, all everything got pushed back. No Marvel movies. So it was exciting this year when we finally got WandaVision, which I had mixed emotions about. I believe I don't know if I talked about it in the podcast or not. I can't remember. Man, I cannot remember. But um. I will do individual breakdowns of the Marvel shows in the next podcast. Maybe it'll be a double dipper this week and I'll do it tomorrow. But um, WandaVision, super cool, right? We're like, oh, finally, Marvel's back. And um, goes through, excited. Next thing is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Pretty good, right? Um, two way different TV shows. Still enjoyed it. Pretty awesome to have uh, Marvel back. Then we get Loki, which if you guys haven't watched Loki yet, season finale was last week, I believe. Um, amazing. Absolutely amazing TV show. It set up some amazing things that are going to be happening in Marvel in the future. And um, Tom Hiddleston is uh, he's just amazing. It, you know why... They've always brung Loki back, even though, you know, they kill him off, is because he's such a good actor, and he's one of the favorite Marvel characters, even though he's been essentially a villain pretty much every time he's been in a Marvel movie. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, hard villain, right? But he is, uh, he's most of the time doing bad stuff before he turns it around to help you out. But he, he, he this TV show that came out was just freaking amazing. They already confirmed, obviously, spoiler alert, Loki season two. It sounds like he'll be appearing in some of the movies that are be coming up this year. Or actually, I don't think Doctor Strange comes out until the beginning of next year. But um sounds like he sounds like there's a good good chance that he'll be in Doctor Strange. There's a good possibility he'll be in the Spider-Man movie, which I think Spider-Man actually comes out this year. I think Spider-Man comes out in October of this year. I have to check. Yeah, they moved around things so much. I don't really know. But he's going to make an appearance in a couple of movies, and then he'll be back in the TV show. 
So they set up some crazy, crazy stuff in that TV show, guys. We'll talk about it in the next episode. But um, it's just an amazing show. Not only on top of all of that, finally, Black Widow was released. Um, I've heard a lot of mixed things to my friends and on the internet of the reviews of Black Widow. Being somebody who loves all these Marvel movies, all the Marvel shows, um, haters are going to hate. The Black Widow movie is awesome. It is very good storytelling of Black Widow. Poorly timed on when to release that movie, I would say. Should they have given you a Black Widow um, movie before she died? Spoiler alert. <laughs> in Endgame? Yes. They absolutely should have made this movie and released it right after Civil War. That's exactly where it fit in the timeline. It should have dropped right then. It would have been an amazing fit in there. But it was an afterthought. I I would say it was an afterthought. Maybe it wasn't. They planned it this way. But um, it was a good movie. If it came out that way, a lot less people would have complained about it. If it would have came out right for Civil War and then um, Infinity War came out, a lot less people would have scrutinized parts of this movie, I'm sure. But it was good. I liked it. She's great. Good performance. Also, another spoiler alert, guys. Um, just so you know, watching my podcast, it's hard for me not to talk about things in full. So uh, there'll be a lot of spoiler alerts, and I probably have already spoiled things. Um, just know I, I will let you know. If we're talking about things, you should be like, oh, if he's already talking about the subject, I don't know about it. Pause it. Fast forward it. Um, I will spoil things. <laughs> but uh, they set up the next Black Widow, which was her sister. So that'd be cool to see. I watch a couple of guys, um, ver- awesome emergency and give them a shout out on YouTube. Um, I'm sure most people have already heard of him. He's a crazy large channel, but he does my favorite breakdowns of those TV shows and the Marvel stuff. And just a lot of things, a lot of TV shows in general, but um, he's crazy knowledgeable about these things. And I, I like to watch it, watch the show or watch the movie two times and then put his episode on and see his perspective on things. And he catches a lot more things, but I've noticed that after watching so much of his videos, I can spot a lot of things too. I see all the setups now too. And it's, it's uh, mostly because of me watching that guy's episodes. He, he kind of always makes you watch the background and just little hints and spoilers of Marvel gets up because they give out quite a few when, when you're watching their shows. But that's been um, that's been our our pastime, man. We have Wednesdays was Loki. Um, I think Fridays was when they were releasing the episodes before that. Uh, the Star Wars show. I, I don't know if I actually finished it or not. I guess I got to go back and look. I don't think I actually the uh, Rebel or Clone Force ninety nine, whatever that show is called. I watched the first couple episodes of it. I liked it, but I didn't get super into it. So I think I do need to finish that. The um, Mandalorian, we did talk about this on a pod, our, our past podcast. I think me and Pineapple had a really, really good episode on the Mandalorian season finale. And I don't know if that would ever went live or not. I need to go check. But the Mandalorian was amazing. So Disney Plus has just been like keeping TV essentially alive for me on so many fronts where I don't even watch normal TV anymore. Netflix, you watch the shows that come out, you know, whatever, some some movies, but the Disney and the Marvel stuff, it's really what I get excited about. But um, we are getting close to the hour mark. I think we're at the 50 minute mark, if I had to actually guess. Um, it's been a pretty good episode. I think that I'll have a little more of a game plan for the next episode. We obviously know I'm going to talk about um, the Marvel stuff. So we will, in the next episode, talk about um, WandaVision. I'll give a little segment about WandaVision. I'll give a little segment about um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
and then we'll finish it up with the with the um, segment on Loki. Uh, I think I should actually throw in the Black Widow. We'll end it with Black Widow. So we'll do all four of those in the next episode, and I'll, I'll kind of break them down, give you my thoughts on them. I, there's some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, the, it's we're in a year, right? So like within the year, all this Marvel stuff's gonna start coming out, and essentially. You're going to have a movie and then a Disney plus TV show, then a movie, then another Disney plus TV show. And you, you will always have content from these guys to watch. And with them mixing star Wars into it, there, there will be no empty breaks of you waiting to watch something new. And I do love the, you know, when a Netflix came out, they would drop a TV show and you can just binge watch, right? Sit down and watch it all. But I've got to say, there is something about waiting. A week is not that long to wait. So the way that Disney is bringing back in the, the way of extending their content and releasing one episode a week, it a cliffhanger means a lot more when you're stuck on that cliffhanger and you have to wait next week and ponder what could happen. It makes the show exciting, I guess. Um. Sometimes I wish they would just give us all the episodes, but I do enjoy when there's a real good cliffhanger wondering for the next week, hey, what the hell are they going to do? Then the excitement of that episode popping on and you're like, finally, it's been a week. (laughs) Let's figure this this out. Me and the girls with WandaVision. Um, I know we're going to talk about this next week or not next week, but tomorrow, really. Uh, There'll be two episodes this week. I'll schedule the second one, though. Um, we were like, Hey, we're gonna figure out who the bad guy is. We're out, we, you know, every day we're guessing, we watch episode, we're guessing. And, um, I did guess correctly towards the end, but it took us a long time to finally be like, It was that neighbor girl, you know, you can kind of, it kind of was too obvious at first where you're thinking, Ah, it can't be her, right? It's somebody else, it's somebody else. But, anyways, we'll have our message link for the next episode. I'll make sure to include a couple Marvel questions about the TV shows. And then, like I said, each um, episode, I'm going to leave a question. We'll end it on a question. And then hopefully you guys will submit a couple of your voicemails in and we'll hear your answers. And you can also ask a question if you'd like. So appreciate you guys coming back. Make sure you share the podcast. Uh, I would appreciate helping me out build this new base on Anchor and hopefully we can spread and um, eventually get full time on Spotify, guys. So this is Ninja. I'll catch you guys next time with some Marvel content.